Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? This is Christopher Stolle of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. The podcast you are listening to is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Chris Ristalli back with another Breaking the Fourth Wall weekly show. And, of course, I'm being joined by two of our panelists. One will come later, hopefully. And, unfortunately, one is down with an injury. We hope she gets better soon. Uh, thoughts and prayers, you know, wish good well wishes, all that happy happy stuff for Serenity, uh, who is getting checked out by a doctor right now. I won't disclose what's going on because, well, until I have her permission, I don't think anybody needs to know. But, uh Otherwise, I am being joined by Mr. Don Smith and Colin, who are normally part of the uh, fourth ball crew. Guys, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Hey, hey, good to see you, Chris. All right. And our special guest for the night is uh, Mr. Wilfredo. And Wilfredo's a podcaster, and he's about to tell us all about his show and everything he does right now. Wilfredo, how you doing? Wilfredo looks frozen. Yes, we have a frozen Wilfredo. Ah, oh, I hate it when you put the Wilfredo in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you have like any it. idea how long it takes to thaw. <laughs> I was having technical difficulties, guys. Definitely technical difficulties. That's all right. Wilfredo, I'm good, brother. I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing pretty all right. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your podcast and uh, where you hail from and go from there all right so i'm originally from brooklyn new york uh but now i live in toby hannah pa in my mind and basically it's me just uh having people on discussing um general topics sometimes i'll have entrepreneur since i've been working with steve joiner i've been having uh, quite a few celebrities on and and it's just been amazing. It's just been great, man. Just, just, just like to have good conversation and uh, just put out positive content. 
Right on, right on. And what is the name of your show? Stuck in my mind. Stuck in your mind. And what part of Pennsylvania did you say you were in? I'm in Toby Hanna. I'm up in the Pocono Mountains. Okay. I was about to say, I'm from Philly, and I'm like, where the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, you know where Strasburg is? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm right now, I'm like 15 minutes from Strasburg. All right, well, well, Fredo, let me ask you a que- well, let me ask you a couple questions. Number one, uh, do you prefer Wilfredo, or do you have a, a preferred name or a nickname? Like, can I call you Wolf? Uh, well, no, you can't call me Wolf. Okay. <laughs> no, no, nah, uh, nah, uh, Will is fine. Okay, Will. Yeah. All right, cool. Number one and number two. Uh, what is the content of comedy on your show? You you a fan of comedy stuff? Oh yeah, I had uh, I had scre- I had screaming I had Chewy on not that long ago. Uh, he's funny as hell. Uh, so yeah, it depends. It depends on the person. If the person wants to have a funny uh, segment, then I'm down for it. It's, it all depends on the person. All right, good. And the reason I ask that is because we're going to start it off right now, right away, pretty quick, with Mr. Don Smith, who happens to be a stand-up comedian, by the way. Uh, he's not standing up right now, but he might still be funny. Uh, with the new buffet. <laughs> Hey, this is Don Smith from the Life Radio Show. If you've always wanted to learn more about the world of low-budget filmmaking and even lower-budget comedy, tune into the Life Radio Show. You can live stream the show at wwsu1069.org on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Or find us wherever you find podcasts and like and follow the Life Radio Show on Facebook for live video and other shenanigans. which caused alarm in the southwestern town of Heidelberg last week. Uh, police, uh, Federal police sent a bomb squad to investigate after a train driver found the styrofoam box with three vials of liquid on a local train Friday. Uh, forensic specialists later determined that the liquid contained genetic material from rodents. Officers had hoped to crack the case by publicizing the unusual find, but despite intense media interest, the owner has remained elusive so far, said Jan Doring, a federal police spokesman. Doring said police had already disposed of the vials as the cold chain had been broken. So there we go. We are looking for the owners of some uh, hamster DNA. If anybody knows anybody that is missing some hamster DNA, too late because the Germans threw it away. So, <laughs> so let me let me let me recap just to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. When we're talking hamster DNA. And and a Germans the Germans mishand, mishandling and I, I, there's a joke in there somewhere. We are literally talking about hamsters. Yes, yes, ap- actual hamsters. The little the little furry little furry guys, little balls of fur that squeal and poop everywhere. Those are the ones. So. I want to meet the person in charge of getting that uh, <laughs> DNA sample to begin with. <laughs> That's all you need, right here. Just. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like a very glamorous job to uh, be the extractor of the hamster DNA. 
and uh, to, to have left several vials of it on a train in Germany, uh, that's that's got to be disappointing because the the man hours that, that it's going to take to recover those, <laughs> and that could have been like prize winning hamster DNA. You never know. That could have been like pedigree hamster jizz right there, and they just left it all on the train. Sometimes. <laughs> what? What was what was the purpose? Like, what was the purpose of it? Was it was it to breed a master race of of hamster, or, or like you know, is this is a fraternity cl clinic for hamsters? Because we know they can't, they don't, they don't propagate all that well. Um, German? Or, we're oh, yeah, we're talking German. Is it a, is it is it a COVID nineteen? <laughs> is the is the COVID lady mass producing? <laughs> that could that could be it? That could be maybe maybe ham yeah that that's what it is. She couldn't extract any more from her boyfriend, so she decided to see if hamster worked the same as he did as far as uh, protecting her from from COVID nineteen. Uh, to to go back, uh, Wilfredo, there there was a story we talked about a couple of weeks ago about a woman that, in order to uh, her cure, her cure for uh, COVID nineteen, and the way the way she kept from getting it was uh, she would drink smoothies uh, made out of her boyfriend's sperm. So so now she's switched over <laughs> to hamsters because I guess <laughs> I guess that's just like a shot. It's not a whole smoothie. It's just a little hamster shot, and you're good to go. But uh, being that it is Germany, that could have also been a master race of hamsters they were trying to develop. They were trying to uh, bring back power to the hamster land. White Aryan hamsters. Right. <laughs> you, you, you never know what you're going to run to uh, run into in Germany. So let's let's see what else we have. This this sounds like a lot of fun. We'll go from one rodent to another. Uh, <laughs> desperate for a drink? There's a uh, <laughs> there's a spit fermented wine, uh, liquor fermented in prisons, and a strong Scottish brew served from the mouth of a taxidermied squirrel. The disgusting food museum in Malmo, Sweden. Uh, <laughs> Uh, apparently exists, which has served up displays of bull testicles and maggot-infested cheese, is now in introducing a drinks menu in the form of a temporary exhibition opening Saturday. Museum director Andreas Ahrens said uh, that he wants to encourage people to examine their relationship with alcohol by showing the extreme measures people have taken to concoct mind-altering brews. Uh, people are very desperate to get drunk around the world, Ahrens said, uh, kind of like me right now. So whenever we find ourselves in a situation where there is no alcohol, we get quite inventive, and we've been doing this for millennia. Uh, most drinks on display uh, are beverages that are commonly used somewhere in the world, but which would revolt outsiders unfamiliar with the taste. So apparently, a, uh, we'll say that again, a strong Scottish brew served from the mouth of a taxidermied squirrel. And we were worried about hamster DNA. I'm telling you, like these last two, these last two segments, man. It's like it's like the difference between spitting and swallowing. I mean, like Jesus Christ. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here right now, and I'm, I'm wondering which is worse: drinking spit out of a dead ham, uh, squirrel's mouth, or, or. Or like back in the day when people were like shoving NyQuil up their rectums to get drunk faster. 
You know, like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> you never know. I can't even make fun of this. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> the dozens of food items on regular display display here at this museum include a bull's penis, uh, frog smoothies from Peru, a wine made of baby mice, and that is consumed in China and Korea, and Sweden's surstroming, an infamously putrid fermented herring. Sounds I've delicious. Seen, I've seen the can of that. I've seen the can of that. I've actually seen that on a on a uh, radio show program here uh, called Preston and Steve. And as a matter of fact, I got to pick on this because last week we did the uh, the poop cell phone uh, bit on the news buffet where, where they found the cell phone in the pooper. And when you know oh, on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, Preston and Steve, they did the exact same news broadcast. <laughs> they talked about it, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, on Preston Steve, they actually opened one of, they opened yeah, I, I one of those have... those strong strong. Oh, <laughs> I always and, have fun when I do a news was, story. Was... I always, I always have fun when I do a news story on the life, and a couple weeks later, I'll hear it on like Bob and Tom or something like that. It's like, yep, beach to it, buddy. <laughs> If only yeah. everybody tuned tuned to the Life Radio Show or Breaking the Fourth Wall for their news, we'd be, yeah. we'd be right I at remember, the top. I remember being a kid, and my dad was like, "Here, try some of this creamed herring." But I, I mean, <laughs> I, I used to be a cook out in uh, in the Denver area, uh, and I was at a biker bar. Well, we had to do Rocky Mountain oysters which is the strangest thing yeah. to have to take a meat tenderizer and squash testicles and then season them and bread them and deep fry them. Oh, yeah. I oh, was yeah. not a fan. I, I never ate them. I, I cooked them, prepared them, but I never tasted them. Not once. Uh, you didn't just out of curiosity. Did you, just did you ever feel bad around for an hour? <laughs> I was like having like little nightmares in my mind. Like, what am I doing? I cannot believe I'm doing this. You know, like with the little meat tenderizer, like smashing it like a mallet. Own... Yeah. It, it, did it you start strange. questioning your own sexuality when you were breading them and like, you know, rolling them around like a reach around? Yeah. I don't even think I thought about that deeply. In order to bread them, you have to kind of cup your hand. You have to, you just, just, you know, Roll. This is how you bread them. You just put the breading in your hand. <laughs> Giving me flashbacks, brah. Yeah, the, the tender. <laughs> the, tender <laughs> the tenderizing is a job for the ex-wife. Well, yeah, and I'm not going to describe the smell. Uh, no. <laughs> it, it 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 goes. It gives a whole new meaning to having your balls pounded flat by a, a wooden hammer, doesn't it? Oh, that is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, and and blue balls doesn't describe it even nearly close enough. Well, that's when you pull them out of the freezer. It, it that it's free freezer. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be a little cold. Yeah, <laughs> they're easier to handle when they're frozen. They're smaller. Uh, a Kentucky driver was pulled up. We'll go from tiny balls to Kentucky. A Kentucky driver was pulled over last Wednesday after police officers noted some, noticed something was a little bit off about his particular license plate. Uh, the driver had apparently thought he could uh, get away with drawing his own license plate. 
Uh, after more investigation, the officers learned that the driver also had no insurance. Well, no kidding. He drew on his own. He couldn't draw up a fake insurance card and was driving under a suspended license. And that, again, something else he could have drawn. Uh, the bizarre interaction took place in Millersburg, a small town in northern Kentucky, about 100 miles east of uh, Louisville. Uh, the driver's identity was not released because that was probably fake, too. Uh, the Millersburg Police Department uh, offered a pro tip for driving drivers hoping to get away with drawing their own license plate. Don't forget to draw the registration sticker. And this is actually one that I can share. I do. Uh, I can share a screen on this one. So we can we can take a look at his artistry skills and see what we got here. Hopefully well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's it's actually please, please surprisingly tell me. not bad. I mean, he could, he needs to work on his lettering a little bit because you can see, I mean, it's Kentucky bourbon, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> Which there, of course, there Dude, is a it, bourbon it, town in Kentucky. It, it really is. Please bad, tell actually. me. Please tell me this is going to wind up in like the Crayola Museum or something. You know, <laughs> like if there's it ever means- an advertising. For crayon. <laughs> what yeah, just is the Denver like- Bronco symbol doing above? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, I want to see how the roof completely. He was starting out to do a. Uh, I think he was doing a Denver Broncos tribute at first, and he was like, "You know what? I need the license plate more than I need that because it's Kentucky." So. Well, you know what? Whenever I said that. I, I lived out in Colorado for 10 years, and whenever I think about the Denver Broncos, Kentucky is exactly what comes to mind. D- d- what? <laughs> I can understand. I can understand that. <laughs> well, I just want to All right. Let's <laughs> – We'll move on from that. Let's see what else we have here. We because, but by the way, Wilfredo, I don't choose any of these ahead of time. I pull them up as we go. That way, I have no idea what's actually going on, and it's more fun that way. That way, I can stumble over words and big names that I could have practiced beforehand, but I was too dumb to. Uh, the FBI is investigating a report from airline pilots that a person was seen flying a jetpack some 3,000 feet above Los Angeles International Airport Sunday evening. The Federal Aviation Administration said two airline flight crews, two airline flight crews, reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack as they were on their final approaches to LAX around 6.35 p.m. last Sunday. Uh, Fox 11 Los Angeles obtained recordings of communications between the aircraft and the tower. Uh, Tower American 197, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. A pilot said, American 197, okay, thank you. Uh, We're... Were they off to your left side or your right side, the controller asked, because why not? That's definitely something you need to know is what side you're being passed on by a jetpack. That way you don't veer right or veer left and take them out altogether, because as we know, a guy on a jetpack is no match for a a 747 or whatever whatever size plane this was. I'm not even sure. I should have – see, this is why I should look stuff up ahead of time. But yeah, apparently two, two flights, not just one. That way, you know, it's real. <laughs> but but did it, like, why? Like, how, how did uh, I'm confused? It, is there actually working jetpacks in the world? Like the last I knew that shit was still like, you know, rocketeer territory. You know, but apparently this one existed. Either that or that's some alien technology. What was it made of like. 
Yeah, it was it, 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 it was it was Mentos and Coke. Somebody strapped Mentos and Coke, shot three thousand feet in the air, passed some jetliners. That's what because why not? This is two thousand twenty. I don't know what the hell anything means anymore. It, this could have been some backpack guy who was just out on the trails and slammed a Red Bull and gave him wings. That could be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but I'm like so confused. Like, I want more to this story. Like, okay, he passed the 747. They waved like Superman, you know, the original right. Superman, where he's like, you know, got the the, the engine on the plane, and they're just like, fly. Don't look. Yeah, but I need, I need, I need like the rest. Of it. I want to know how. This <laughs> I just see. I, I need. I, I need the rest. I need to know how he landed. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's those planes should have followed him. They should have followed him to learn more. I don't care about you know flight trajectories and airline traffic. They needed to follow that guy. They didn't find him. They didn't find him whatsoever. They don't know where this guy was. You just saw him. Apparently not. I mean, it's it's been a it's been about a week since this since this happened. So they might have by then. He might have even turned himself in. And it might have been, I, I just wonder if, like, uh, I can't even think of his name. <laughs> never mind, never mind. I was going to do a callback to an old, jeez, uh, 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 I was Iron Man. crap anything. It could have been Iron Man, that's right. Yeah, it could be Iron Man. Iron Dude, Man. Elon Musk is just pushing boundaries on, on uh, energy travel. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's a new yeah, Tesla backpack. A- he plugged in wrong. If there's a jetpack out there, I don't think I want to be on one, honestly. They need to be tested a little further than that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Oh, let's let's see let's see what else is in our buffet. Let's move on to our next dish. Uh there's <laughs> No, I'm not reporting on a priest collapsing dead. <laughs> there's some things I some things I won't report on. A 59-year-old man was pinned under a fallen tree for more than 100 hours this week near Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Uh, According to the Redwood Falls Sheriff's Office, uh, they received a 911 call about a tree that had fallen on a person just before 4 p.m. Monday. Uh, I've been doing this job for nearly 30 years and come across the situation. When you approach it, you're expecting the worst. And when I got there, I was just amazed at what I saw, said uh, Chief Deputy Mark uh, Ferrison of the Redwood County Sheriff's Office. There they found 59-year-old Jonathan Kaplecha uh, pinned under a tree. They discovered uh, Kaplecha was cutting down trees when one fell on him Thursday, August 27th. He was trapped there for um, for more than four days. I asked him how long he'd been there. He said, oh, about 100 hours. Oh, about 100 hours. There's a tree on me. It's just right around there. Uh, it seemed very nonchalant for somebody pinned underneath a tree. Uh, he knew his name and was very alert and conscious, and uh, it was just amazing how alert he was. <laughs> well, he had plenty of time to nap, I guess. What else was he going to do? Well, let, let's face this. Let's face it that maybe this guy's just used to having heavy wood like between his legs. Like maybe this was be, nothing. This was a be. Thursday night to him. <laughs> yeah. Used to major wood. <laughs> That's it. Like, hello, ladies. <laughs> oh, the, the plot thickens. Complaint uh, to a teacher lives alone, but his ex wife found him. 
She had. <laughs> oh. Uh, the, yeah, there's something going on here. Uh, she called his daughter, who said he. I uh, she, that he was, <laughs> she called his daughter, who uh, said she had heard he was working on some trees. Uh, she went to uh, find out what was going on after he missed a Friday and a Monday from work from a nearby uh, school district. Yeah, I'm. If your ex-wife was the one that found you underneath the tree, she's probably the one holding the chainsaw, is my guess. Dude, I'm telling you what, though, I've got to applaud it. That, that's the luckiest dude on the planet. He gets suspended redwood on top of him and, and think nothing of it. And his ex-wife is the one. If I was in that situation, my ex-wife would be bringing lighter fluid and marshmallows. <laughs> like she wouldn't be calling to help me. <laughs> right. I, I just I wonder how long she stood there laughing before calling for help. Yeah, he's look, we're we're, we're, we're putting two dude O child support and collecting. That's what that was. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm was sure a you deadbeat. You're not getting away with it. <laughs> I'm sure she was there looking at him like, I'm ass under the damn tree. Like, what are you doing <laughs> under there? <laughs> All right. Now, now again, this, they go. It goes back. It goes back. It goes back to the idea, like this is a this is a national park, right? That people are walking through. This. Nobody noticed this dude in four fucking days. What was he doing chopping down trees? Like even if like, park? <laughs> I think there's something weird going true. on here too. That's true. It's a pretty. Uh, that's true, pretty but at the same thing. time, you would figure somebody would hear underneath the tree. You figure somebody underneath the, would hear him underneath so the tree at one point, point, going like, "I got a." Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you think it may have been suicide? So it wasn't property What was that? It wasn't on his property. It was at a national forest. I don't. I, don't I, I, I didn't see the national park thing. Let me pull that up again. We'll try to find out a little bit more about what's going on. Maybe we we haven't we haven't dug in deep enough uh, to this poor fella. <laughs> Trapped under a tree. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, it's Red, Red, Redwood Falls, Minnesota. It was just the town. It didn't say anything about being in a oh, uh, park. Okay, so he was he was okay, on his property. Okay. Then more I'm hoping he was on his property. He could have been at his ex-wife's property setting up some booby traps, too. You never know. He could have been an Amazon worker trying to, trying to uh, drop a squat and had a tree fall on him. You never know. That could be. That could be. <laughs> Well, no, he, he actually Another went call. out. His daughter said he was out working on some trees. It's in quotation, working on some trees. What the quotation marks mean around that, I don't know. Like, it's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of going with booby traps, and he just, he just had one. He rigged up a little incorrectly, and he was walking back to his car after setting him up, and one of them got him. He got caught in his own trap, is what I'm thinking here. Trying to catch wild hamsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had to replace that DNA he left on the train. <laughs> and everybody knows that wild hamster DNA is much more, uh, much more prized item than regular, like, because anybody, anybody can go into your average pet store and go ahead and extract some DNA from the hamsters real quick. It's catching the wild ones that's tricky. <sighs> well, if there's anything like rabbits, <laughs> they, they get her done fast. 
Right. Well, yeah. If you're in, if you're in the pet store, you got to get it done quick too, or you're you're going to jail. <laughs> Don't well, ask I mean, me how look, I know. Look, look, <laughs> like rabbits, think about it. They're they're quick like a bunny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You better have a cup and be uh, on that. Right. 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 Uh, we've posted a lot. We've posted a lot of animal stories lately. Everybody likes animals, but at least this author feels uh, like a change of pace is needed. So let's do something different today. How about a story about Italian flat earthers whose journey to the edge of the world didn't go exactly according to plan? Uh, the debacle happened uh, back in April. Why are we reading stories about? Okay, we'll keep moving on. Uh, but the story about it uh, was made public only this week, according to uh, Wanted in Milan. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons for the secrecy might be that in April, Italy was under a strict COVID-19 lockdown. The authorities uh, may have wanted to discourage others from imitating the reckless and, at the time, illegal stunt pulled off by the couple, and for good reason. Uh, but what did the couple exactly actually do then? Uh, well, they are <laughs> of an inexplicable opinion that the Earth is flat and that its edge is, is on uh, Lampedusa. Lampedusa is an island in the Mediterranean Sea, some 140 miles from the coast of Sicily. How the couple determine it's the edge of the world, nobody knows. <laughs> uh, the belief seems even more alien, considering the island is a mere 80 miles from the coast of Tunisia. As uh, far as we're aware, uh, Tunisia is not located beyond the boundaries of the physical world, but what do we know? In any case, that's the belief these people held and decided to act upon. Somehow they wanted to show that by reaching the edge of the world, uh, they would once and for all prove that the earth was indeed flat. Okay. I, I, mean, I mean, like the only... The only thing I can come up with is either they had a map on the wine bottle that that said that that island was the end of it, or would they saw that on an on a, a highlights magazine somewhere or something? Like how I, that is so random. Like uh, I I don't get these flat earthers to begin with, but when you especially attribute to the fact that like oh it ends at an island here, close to where I live by the way because I have no imagination whatsoever. I mean you couldn't say like Indonesia. Or something like literally, it had to be you know uh, an island near Sicily. Right, it's not that yeah, far okay. from where they were. Yeah, that's because uh, uh, if you're going to go out to prove it, if you, if the edge of the earth is going to be somewhere, you're going to want it close to home. Like I live in Ohio, down in the Dayton area, and I figure anything up north of Troy, that's where the world ends anyway, because there's nothing further from there. So I I can understand that these these are people that probably have lived a lot of time and like their own little side of a mountain, probably with their own family, probably intermarrying, intermingling. We're talking about some inbreeding going on here with the Flat Earther Society. So they don't think that there's a whole lot beyond the borders of their own kin. Otherwise, they might, you know, venture out and spread the seed a little further. But no, uh, this pair... <laughs> I think I think you hit this, the nail right on the head. They may, not think they may not think the world is round, but their family tree definitely is. Right. Now, I, I can see them getting this idea from a wine bottle, but not from highlights, because even with highlights, you still have to read it like a second grade level. Uh, the pair of unidentified flat earth adventurers who <laughs> hail from the region of Veneto in northern Italy uh, uh, started their journey by hopping into their car and heading south. Once they reached the port city of uh, Termini Imerisi, I can't speak Italian, in northern Sicily, they sold their car. With the, with the money, they bought a boat, uh, despite having practically zero sailing or navigation ability. 
because they can't use the stars to navigate. They're not real. Uh, <laughs> uh, the couple then took to oh, the sea, but hey, they had faith in their cause, and that's got to count for something, I guess. Unfortunately, the harsh truth is uh, that reality often doesn't give a hoot or a holler about what you believe in. Due to their inability to actually steer their boat, the couple ended up sailing towards the uh, the island of Ustika. Ustika is, is around 60 miles northwest of where they started, while the uh, Lampedusa is uh, to the south of Sicily. So the couple were pretty much sailing in the opposite direction of where they wanted to go, hoping to find the other end of the earth, I guess. So they didn't even know what <laughs> If they believe the world is flat, why the hell would they think they could navigate a boat? You know what? They may have they may have failed at proving that the world is flat, but I think they proved that Christopher Columbus was an idiot. Yes, yes. That's well, he was a talent. How the hell? Uh, these people must That's like, my be point. taking way too many mushrooms, man. Way too many mushrooms. Uh, and they, they're not sure if it's the world's flat or not. It, it's like, wow. Uh, I mean, how many other people around the globe are like this? Or can you say that? I mean, they don't believe it's a globe, right? Right. Yeah. They can't even say around the world because that would prove it's round. They can't, they, they have to change their whole language. Like, who cares if the world's round or flat? Just give me more mushrooms and we're all good. Right. They don't go around the world. They skirt the corners. <laughs> I wonder if it's flat, is it also square? Because if it was good a square, yeah, it would know, still like, kind of be round. I mean, there, I have so many questions for flat earthers. Unfortunately, every time I email one, they can't read it. <laughs> I <laughs> We have another we have another entry in the uh, disgusting feud museum that we talked about earlier and I just I just oh, have no. to say that uh, this one uh, let's let's see let, let this <laughs> this is an Icelandic oh, no. beer this this is basically the same article only the first article did not include this one in the list this is an Icelandic beer made with whale testicles smoked in sheep dung yummy <laughs> Just had to, just had to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that yeah, be considered a macro brew? That much. <laughs> oh, well, I take my regular brown. There's another one. There's a, there's a uh, spit for spit fermented cornmeal beer from Peru, a Ugandan gin made from fermented bananas, and an ancient Korean beverages fermented from children's feces and rice. <laughs> Holy crap! What the yeah. hell? Wait a minute! You really drank that? Wait a minute! You're telling me I could have? You're telling me I could have made money from my kids' diapers? <laughs> Apparently in Korea. I just I have to wonder if that's North Korea or South Korea. I'm believing North Korea on this one. Because Kim Jong un yeah, they yeah. eat a lot of I some kids. Of grip. Yeah. <laughs> he was a lot of kids crap. <laughs> a lot of rice. Yeah, I just Got had to share that. I saw that on a different news. I saw that on a different news source and it explained a little bit more. And added some more stuff to it, so that was fun. 
Well, look, I gotta, I gotta go back, man. I gotta go back. I've made the joke before of like, I want to build a time machine to go meet the first person that decided I wanted to eat the white thing out of a chicken's ass. But I, I want to go, I want to go back in time and find out who decided that this was gonna be a delicious combination to turn into a beer. Some of these things you're just sitting there going, like, what? Like, okay, wheat like, makes sense, barley makes sense, plant, whatever. It's poop. Yum. Like most things on whale this testicles. Earth, oh, that. <laughs> like most things on this earth, because uh, I'm I'm sure at some point, hamster DNA found on a train has made its way into a beer. And I think most most beer, most alcoholic beverage was was discovered merely on a bet. You know, like you find some disgusting piece of fruit, <laughs> and you said, "Hey." Two dollars to eat this, and then they eat it and they get drunk as hell. And everybody's like, "Man, we got to find more of that shit." That's how alcohol was developed. That's how most drugs were developed. As somebody was experimenting with something and said, "Man, this is fucking great," and then they had to have more, and they found out a way to duplicate it. But it all started with a with a bet or so an accident. Yeah, so you're literally saying that every recreation drug and alcohol. Every every recreational drug and alcohol was basically born from. I double dog dare you. Very close to <laughs> it. Very close to it. I, it. It wouldn't surprise me because, well, think about it. E even fermented barley. Who's gonna pick? Who's gonna say, "Wow, there's this stuff leaking from this bag of barley that's been there for a while. I should taste it." Num num. Nobody's gonna say that. <laughs> Nobody's gonna say yeah, what that. Say, what you're saying makes. That's what, what you're saying makes sense, and 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 the biggest the biggest thing that that supports that is is peyote. <laughs> Somebody turned around and said, "I want to eat mushrooms off the coyote shit." Right. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> Shrooms come from cow shit. So yeah, that's there. There you go. It's it's always it's always by accident or a dare that the greatest things in the world are discovered. Well, yeah, I haven't drank in thirteen years, um, and like every once in a while, I get in a good conversation with somebody talking about drinking and alcohol and stuff like that. And 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 the thing is, I always make the point to remind people that this is fermented, rotting stuff, and it's liquid. And you're 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 drinking this. I mean, yeah, they filtered it out. They added some flavors to it, a little barley, little hops flavor, or whatever. But it's still rotten juices. But still, right. that can't be good for you at any rate. Well, just like just like all other drugs, no, they're all poison. But what 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 helps in one way of uh, arms in another? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's let's head, head know, over let's to Russia. We'll head over to Russia for one more tasty okay. story. <laughs> a video recently emerged. Yeah, speak, showing... Speaking of alcohol, they can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a video recently emerged showing doctors pulling a four-foot snake out of a woman's throat. That's called Pornhub. No, the video the video showed yeah. an unidentified woman on a surgeon's table knocked out on anesthetics. While this part is cut out in the video in the link video because uh, the, there's a video link on this source, which is which is from uh, uh, Adi.com, O D D 
ee.com. If you want to go on there and see the video, I'm not showing it on here because that's just weird. Uh, while part of the video is cut <laughs> out, uh, news sources say online that the uh, doctor begins by the operation by saying, let's see what we got here. <laughs> He inserts a long tube in the woman's mouth and pushes it down her throat. Once convinced he's found something, he begins to pull the tube out. What comes out with it is nothing short of a night of nightmare fuel, a full-grown snake, uh, species unknown. They didn't want to identify the species for some reason. Uh, the nurse seen in the video seems to not like what's happening either. <laughs> she recoils in horror. Screams of disgust can be heard from off camera in the operating room. Only in Russia. Only in Russia do they videotape this and say, let's get this out there. There was vodka involved. Right. Question, question. Was the snake still alive? or? That is a very good question. Uh, the snake is placed in a green bucket. It's not clear from the video whether it's alive or dead, but it's most definitely covered with her stomach acids because, wow, that's, Ooh. man, that's... Uh, who's That's going around look, they made, the, 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 I'm telling you, man, the 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 the, the petition in porn is ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, okay, they may, they may have YouTube the snake going out, but I guarantee you it's only fans of it. See, I, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually reminded of uh, Mel Brooks' History of the World Part One. If you've ever seen that, does anybody know the the penalty Wait. of of a slave that strikes a Roman citizen, they shove a living snake up your ass. Ooh. That's probably where this came from. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, no, but creative. Who goes around swallowing <laughs> <laughs> snake? What's that, Colin? I'm, Colin I'm was trying you. to speak. What? What? Who what? goes around swallowing snakes like that, though? I mean, that's that's uh, a unique thing in itself. Well, people go around swallowing snorts, 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 whatever the hell a snort is. People swallow swords for, for fun and party favors, apparently. Uh, again, this could have been a bet. Well, at least it was that end and not the other end. Right. That's <laughs> Well, whoever was watching her swallow that snake in the beginning, were they looking her? Was she making eye contact? Oh, yeah. It was Russian. Yeah, this, was, they, they this was for... This was for Russian Pornhub. Uh, it, was, it was for Russian Pornhub. Pornhubski porn or oh. something. I don't know. Well, that'd be, that'd be Polish Pornhub. That is some messed up porn. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know. I don't know what the Russian Pornhub is. I you know, know the, the American one is fantastic. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, but you I know what? Now you ruined it. I'm supposed to be, <laughs> as, as I'm supposed to be editing this video tonight, I'm going to be looking that video up. Just, oh, absolutely! You, I know damn well you are. You're going to try. You're going to try to at least put a little taste of it in here. <clears throat> that, 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 that's a train wreck waiting to happen. You don't it's, talk about something like that and not show it. I mean that 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 goes along the lines of like two girls, one cup. We've all got curious and looked once. You know what I mean? <laughs> Briefly, just be yeah. I, I, I thought before they went too far, but I would not post it me, in my podcast. <laughs> no, I wouldn't post it in the podcast either. But I can tell you this much: two girls, one cup ruined freaking uh, Dairy Queen soft serve ice cream for me. I'll tell you that much. 
<laughs> hey, uh, on that note, uh, thanks for enjoying the news buffet with it. There was with us. There was definitely plenty, plenty of items to choose from. Enjoy some fermented uh, whale sperm beer. <laughs> God, oh my! Like Thank you, Don. Like that. You never, yeah, you never like fail to disappoint in the news. But... <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Always congratulations. I think you made me quit drinking. <laughs> congratulations. I think, I think you achieved that's, it, man. That's, wow. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> we found the cure for alcoholism. We don't need AA. All we need is a news buffet with Don Smith. <laughs> that's right. That's the spirit. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really on this. Why would she stick a lip? Oh, you've had some thought provokers on this one this week, Don. It's, you really it, did. I'm sitting is, here like now. It is not for the news buffet to question why, it is but to read <laughs> messed up news or, or, I guess, do something else with my day. But <laughs> it never read messed up news that somebody else wrote. What kind of? <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me what kind of crazy stuff you'll find on the internet. Like I, I was going through Facebook the other day and somebody posted a short video of like a dog's back and they were like squeezing it and these little puffy worms were coming out of its skin. And I was like, what the hell is that? You, you know what? You bring up you bring up something that we could actually have a conversation about, I guess, for an after hour segment here is some of the weird shit that you do find on the Internet. Like I don't I don't get personally and maybe you guys can can help me out on this. I don't personally get how people are fascinated by these, 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 you've seen the videos, the ASMR videos or the oddly satisfying videos. And it's weird shit of like combing your hair or, or, you know, like, uh, perfectly, perfectly icing up a, a cup or some weird noise of like scratching on the microphone and shit. Like, I don't get it. Where did this come from? And why is it so important to people? Like, have you guys found yourself entranced in this? Has, has it been like flipping through the channels and seeing a fishing show and you just have to stop for five minutes because you want to see if they catch the fish, even though you really don't give a shit or is it just me? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't do, do people flip through channels anymore. Is that still is that still a thing we do, or do we just comb through Netflix and decide what to watch? I don't. It's like some of these videos you see, you start watching it, and then you're like, okay, what's gonna happen? I gotta see what happens. You know, it's like it sucks you in, even if it's like sick or disgusting or something. It's like I just gotta see what the heck happens on this video. Yeah, there's there are some that I can't. I mean, there's like like the the pimple poppers. I I can't do it. I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand the draw to that, and it's just it's just weird. It is just some weird stuff. Again, I think I'm, it's just gross. Man. Really yeah. gross. Some of those pimples that these people be popping just be disgusting, and people just be like entranced watching this. Like they have a show, Doctor Pimple Popper. Like, who the hell wants to see this shit? Apparently, enough people to have the to have its own show. 
right yeah, right that, yeah exactly that was the caption of that video i saw with this dog's back and all these worms coming out of it it was so strange because the the title of it was like pimple popping or something like that and it was like these little tiny worms well that that's the biggest thing like how do you how do you discover these things like uh with YouTube and all that, I know there's algorithms and everything else, but I can't imagine, like, at least in, not in my experience with, with YouTube, when I go to watch videos and stuff, uh, you know, and I'm going to watch, like, music videos or, or somebody's podcast, for example. It's not like in the suggestion box, oh, check out uh, Mushroom Grows Out of Dog's Ass video. Like, do you literally have to go looking for these things to find them, or is it... Or is it something more along the lines of like uh, we discover these things because our friends recommended to us? Like you know, as I use as an example in the news buffet, the two girls one cup. It's not something I ever would have looked up on the internet if it wasn't for other people coming to me saying, "Dude, you got to see this video." So like, how do you guys normally discover your your crazy videos that uh, that wind up being like the pimple poppers? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't get into any of that. Although I will say if there was a video of a mushroom growing out of a dog's ass, somebody would dare somebody to eat it and we'd have a whole new psychedelic drug on our hands. Right, right, right. Well, it's like, where do we get these, these urges to watch this crazy shit from? Um, well, for instance, there's this, uh, Belle Delphine, who's just a cute young girl from Europe somewhere, um, who dyed her hair totally pink and then she's got the, what is it, the members only thing. And she made like thousands and thousands of dollars just by people watching her do dumb shit. Like uh, mix a bunch of honey and, and oatmeal and crap into a pot and stir it up and then take a bite out of it. I mean, just dumb crap. You, you, you'd be amazed at what people watch nowadays is some of these these programs just be ridiculous. But but people watch it. And, and that's what it is, is as long as people are going to continue to watch it people are going to put out crazy content like that oh yeah i, I not reality shows. well you're you're definitely not wrong uh will because of the fact that like uh, my son my my son who's actually behind the tarp don't look at the man behind the tarp uh for the longest time he's a huge mario fan and he loves watching he loves watching videos of people playing like mario brothers and stuff like that but he got into this this series i don't get at all where it was like the 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 kids and it was kids that were doing the videos were playing as the figures like stuffed animal figures of the mario brothers things and doing weird and ridiculous things with weird and ridiculous sounds and it was literally it's not like it was high production like somebody doing a stop motion video or something it's literally the kid going like this is luigi and you didn't see his face you just saw the, the figure or whatever and then he'd like throw it against the wall and stuff like that. And then for some reason, this was fascinating to my son. And looking at the views that this video had, I'm like, there can't be that many idiots in the world. Like, you know, did, did, did uh, everybody get I, hit? I, I wouldn't give your son too much crap considering you make him hold that sheet up behind you through your entire show. I think that's just wrong of you. But, you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> He wouldn't have to if he learned to put his freaking pants on. <laughs> well, now you're just being judgmental. <laughs> Who doesn't like naked time, damn it? Shit. I love the naked time. Yeah, naked time. Yeah, I, I can't do a podcast with pants on. <laughs> you guys think I'm wearing pants? 
<laughs> and now comes the segment where Colin's going to do a headstand. <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah, but we we don't want to look that deeply into Colin's corner. <laughs> I got brownies, but not that one. Oh, he's got three brown eyes. <laughs> as long as there's, there's no snakes coming snake. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I it, it 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 drives me nuts. Like besides, we live in a world of podcasters where any idiot with a with a cell phone can make a podcast and it could be so random. Like we've got good ones like, like, like will, like will where it's, uh, you know, d- diving in, diving into, to, uh, many different interviews or, or Don's where it's, you know, comedy and, and, and radio broadcast or like this one here where it's mostly absurd comedy. But I mean, then you've got idiots that are like, they walk through the neighborhood rant and people watch this. And sometimes it's like ranting about like nothing, like ranting because they're mad because the tree's leaves changed yellow instead of orange during fall. Like it, I've seen some really bad podcasts and, and I don't mean just seen, but heard as well. But I mean like, you know, and I'm not picking on anybody or their content. I just don't get it. Like what is the appeal of some of these, these lower brow shows for lack of better term? Uh, and would you be amazed at some, uh, some of the numbers these shows is like who really would listen to these shows you would think like why why would you waste your time listening to these shows but people truly do no you're not wrong because I've, I've even seen i've seen full-blown podcasts with with like thousands upon thousands of subscribers and it's knitting like you wouldn't like knitting to the last thing that I would rather watch a chess tournament on ESPN than watch somebody sit and knit. But for some reason it's really popular. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, it, it blows my mind too what some people will sit and listen to. And then, and the weird thing is like something like knitting. I mean, how do you, how, people don't have the attention span to watch an actual movie, but they'll, watch somebody knit i guess it all depends on what you're into i i don't know i guess i guess the knitting's a little bit better than the pimple popping and the uh, <laughs> the, the oral the oral snake extractions <laughs> it's kind of like porn, I guess, where you watch people, some of these people who get turned on by watching people eat i've i've heard about that yeah that's weird well, I mean, yeah, I guess it kind of falls under that aspect, but it also, you know, like, just like, I don't get, I don't get, and you know, maybe, maybe you guys can, uh, you know, test it to me, especially Don, I know you've got one yourself. The only fan site really makes no sense to me. It really, really makes no sense to me because in this day and age, in this world of the internet, girls, mostly, I imagine there's some guys too, but girls mostly are making pages of where they could sell pictures of themselves or videos of themselves, pleasuring themselves, whatever, having sex or whatever. And, and people can buy this. Why? Pornhub's free. So is Google image search. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't get, I don't get the appeal of, of wanting to pay for something that you can easily find for free. 
I like, how know, is this even some, marketable? With something like the OnlyFans, I mean, I guess it's uh, pe- people are weird and they're always searching for uh, a, a deeper connection. I guess with your standard porn, <laughs> you don't get that much of a connection. So with the with the fans only, I guess you can. It's somebody that you listen to when they're not showing their tits, and that just I guess that makes it more of a connection for some i don't know people are people are weird animals just fucking animals <laughs> I, can't, I can't get behind that if if we're talking like my next you know my next door neighbor has a daughter for example and her and i are the same age for example and i talk to her every day and i get to know her and everything else and yeah of course as a, as a guy and she's a cute girl i want to see her naked if I live right next door to her, why would I pay five, ten dollars to go on her OnlyFans page when I could be like, "Hey, you want to go on a date?" You know what I mean? Get her some, get her some fucking whale spunk beer, get her nice and drunk, and then I can give her some other spunk, you know. And I get to see the shit right. for free. Yeah, right. You can make her eat the <laughs> mushrooms that grow in a dog's ass. She'll get all trippy and weird, and who who knows where the night can go from there. I mean, you know. <laughs> Colin, Will, tell me, did I, did I fall off the fashion wagon or something like this? Is this, is this just something that, that's, that's modern trend that I'm just not getting? Or, you know, are you, are you there with me? Like, this just doesn't make sense to me. That's how I feel. I, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. It's one of those things where people have, like, fetishes or they're attracted to certain things and they don't really talk about it. But and, and they're not going to go out and, and look for somebody and, and be, like, open with someone about, like, oh, I like watching this stuff or that. But they'll go online and they'll watch all kinds of dumb videos on the shit, you know? It's a fetish thing, I think. Yeah, I kind of agree you, with Will, you on know? that. I think it's more... No, I think it's more of a fetish thing as well uh, it's like the, there's just certain things that people are embarrassed to to acknowledge that they like watching like i guess with like with the food porn like there's some people who just actually get turned on by watching someone eat like if that was the case i watch myself eat <laughs> i don't i don't know but again just, for a cheaper what? price you can go in all you can eat buffet and watch people eat all the time there's somebody that's gonna be you know turning you on in some way shape or form with like you know three pounds of crab sitting in front of them <laughs> and then somebody probably be me i won't lie <laughs> right right well there's there's something to be said there about convenience too like uh a, a buddy of mine who was into prostitutes once told me he says you don't pay a prostitute to stick around you do what you're gonna do and then you send her home well it's the same if you're on the internet you can check out what you want and then you just Shut off the computer. I guess, I, I guess that makes sense. I always call dating uh, legalized prostitution. The only indifference is, is uh, with a prostitute, you're guaranteed to have a happy ending at the end of the night. <laughs> uh, not necessarily, because you can leave more than you paid for. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or less one wallet or something. Oh, Jesus. Don, did you just admit to being it's one a- of the only people that a, hot, that a hooker ever said not on the first date? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, me, you can leave with more than what you bargained for from what I've heard, from what I've heard. Because sometimes sometimes there, there are some things out there that last forever, and you, you think, did I really need to spend the money for that? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, um, The Hangover, where he goes, um, 
everything stays in Vegas except for herpes. <laughs> Jesus. That's the, 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 uh, the news buffet just became the seafood buffet. What ain't crabs is lobsters. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, the burning will go away. Anymore. I think we went off on a tangent from the news buffet. We ended that. We're just <laughs> talking about your weird shit now, Chris. <laughs> Uh, you know, like uh, for the past two weeks, we were supposed to finish up the uh, the Serenity story, but uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, things haven't been able to work out that way. So I've kind of been caught with my pants around my ankles, just like Colin. And so you know, I'm just I'm just going off of what we had, like, you know, and and earlier on the uh, Coast to Coast Power Hour show that we recorded uh, for uh, for uh, SJ Network uh don and don was there he remembers and we were we were i mean we started off with talking about technology and and how some people just don't get it or or rather go back to the old days of like you know calling movie phone to find out movie times as opposed to you know googling it and and stuff and and so like when when after hours came up i'm like well playing off of what the news buffet said let's let's go here and just see where the conversation goes you know <laughs> You know, but uh, I mean, there's just so much. There's so much wrong with uh, with 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 modern marketing, and I think the worst part about it. I honestly think the worst part about it, and it's, I'm going to point especially to places like uh, YouTube for this, is the uh, advertising on the videos has gotten ridiculous. Like I, there, there, I don't know which is worse. YouTube putting like seven uh, commercials. That have nothing to do with what you're watching, by the way, on a 10 minute video. I don't know if that's worse than you porn having a share button to like Facebook. Because, I mean, why do you have a share button on a on a, uh, a you porn video? Like, do you sit there and think to yourself, you know, who's going to enjoy this grandpa and granddaughter video? My friends and family share. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> am I am I wrong on this? Am am I seeing the world wrong on this? It it all depends. Take See, the, if you, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own Facebook page that is nothing but shared porn videos. That's that's the only thing it's gonna be. I'm just, <laughs> it's all I'm gonna do is just every now and then share some porn to it, and I guarantee you I'm gonna get a shitload of followers off of that, all the way up until I get banned from Facebook for good. You can share it with me. <laughs> right, but hey, it's it's going to be my own Facebook fan page, and whoever likes it is going to get to see the videos. I promise I won't be in them. <laughs> okay, then you definitely can share. It. Okay, okay, I'm glad I'm glad we clarified that. <laughs> if you're the video, please don't share it. <laughs> I can't make the same promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adventurous. Fuck it. Why, why not? Why not? <laughs> I, I I do have an observation that I could point out from this episode. You notice that when we lose the only female that we had in the group is when we start going into talking about porn and pornography and everything. We're, it's literally when the cat's away, the mice will play scenario right now because Serenity would put all of us in our place. It's done. It's all done. <laughs> it's all done. 
You can't pin all this shit on me. I was I was talking about nice stories about hamster DNA, and you guys twisted it into something gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, man. go back. I'm still curious. What was the purpose of the hamster DNA? What was the purpose of it? What everybody hit me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all a mystery. <laughs> They're going to breed the like perfect a new flavor of bubblegum for being up people's asses. That's that's the plan. The perfect hamster for up your ass. I thought that was gerbils. Ask Richard Gear. Hey, these Germans <laughs> do great engineering, man. <laughs> so this is an improved gerbil. Hamsters are improved gerbils. They're the six yes, million dollar gerbil. <laughs> They're uh, they they grow hairless and clawless, so <laughs> streamlined and modified, <laughs> aerodynamic, hair-free gerbils and hamsters. That's what that's what the world needs right now. Or rib, and they're all that. That's where I was going to go with it too. They're all wrinkly because the rib for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to insert Stephen Lynch's gerbil song right here on this video. Yeah. Uh, or, <laughs> the Look, or the hamster dance. Or the hamster dance. <laughs> oh, hamster dance. Okay. <laughs> thought, yeah, Amsterdam is where you're going to find a lot of this shit, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where that these stories are coming from. <laughs> They were going through oh, Germany on their way to Amsterdam. I love that echo. I don't know about you guys, but that's awesome. That is awesome. It, it almost that's sounds like a grand state. Cool. You sound like a gerbil <laughs> speaking out of Richard Gere's ass. That's what you... Uh, <laughs> oh, you like that? <laughs> Come on, Lemmy, Lemmy Winks. Go toward the light. <laughs> Oh it's dark as shit in here. I love turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, squirrel. 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 <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> terrible awesome though all right guys I, I think that's enough of the after hours we'll go ahead and we'll jump into colin's corner colin you got some inspiration for us because i think we need to be saved after this segment i'm michael the host of the semi-monthly podcast in a city like yours join me as i chat with interesting people with interesting life stories you can listen to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can follow us on Twitter at IACLYS Podcast, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at In a City Like Yours Podcast. Please feel free to let me know what you think and keep coming back for the many interesting stories in a city like yours. Um, yeah, 
Actually, I've been uh, looking through a little bit on a local newspaper. And, uh, of course, you guys know I live in Upper Michigan. Uh, I live in Upper Michigan here. And uh, so it's pretty positive from what's on the front page of our news here. It says only 20 people died in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan from COVID-19, which I thought was pretty good, um, considering there's, in my own uh, county here, there's like 38 or 40,000 people. So uh, out of all that, and this is one county, so the entire Upper Peninsula, that's that's a lot of people. And it's only 20 dead. That's all right. That's pretty promising. Um, For the month or in total? Yeah, um, it says here since, uh, since March. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty uh, encouraging that uh, all this time that there's only been that's 20 impressive. in my local area. But what the hell do you people do that the rest of us don't? <laughs> that, that's a, that's impressive numbers. Well, honestly, they don't, they don't out, leave the house. <laughs> right? No, we're we're spread out pretty good up here. Um, it, it, it's a smaller communities. Um, there's a lot of woods in upper upper peninsula of Michigan. Um, so most people they're hunters. They go fishing. They they have camps. So they're spending a lot of time with their families out in the woods and stuff like that. Um, so they're not like commingling as much like they do in the cities. There there's not like bus systems and trains where they're like elbows to assholes kind of thing so it helps where they're not having so much um social activity together they're not coughing on each other they're not spreading this stuff around as much as as they do in the cities where there's more population so it's i kind of feel safer being here just because of that right i kind on. of feel like i kind of feel like because i live in the mountains and it's it's not like it's not crazy like you would be in a city where everybody's on top of each other. Like this difference, this distance between me and my neighbors. Like my neighbor is not on top of me. There's different. There's some distance between us. And like I said, I'm in a, a small mountain community. It's like we the buses, the bus oh, that we have that drives stops running at 7:30 p.m. So it's not like it's like a major city where you have people on top of each other. So I feel that's why we really haven't been affected that way, even though we have a lot of people that commute from New York City up here. Right, right. That's really promising. You know, and then you're looking at like the, this weekend is the holiday weekend. So it's probably going to be a spike because there's more people traveling around and whatnot. But um, hopefully people are being smart and doing the social distancing. You said you said your neighbor isn't on top of you. Uh, it would be if you'd sign up to her uh, Wood Only Fans page. You know, <laughs> share yeah, your videos I, with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was going to find out what city they were on top of each other, and that's where my next vacation is. <laughs> as long as it's it's someone on top of you and not a tree on top of you. Right, right, because that, that's more likely in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. It's, you got a lot of woods out there and a lot of people chopping down trees on family members. I think probably a lot of axe murderers up there, too. That would be... Surprisingly, they're not as many as you would think. Um, but or, there are enough accidents with the forestry department um, where people do uh, have trees fall on them and break their leg or cut their leg with a chainsaw and stuff. I've had a few friends have had some accidents. But... Um, but at least somebody comes around with COVID, they'll just fire up the chance on. So you better get out of here right now. That's that's how you do it. We can learn a lot from Upper Peninsula, Michigan. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, we, it, there is. Right, right now, I imagine. 
I, I imagine like the death, the death rates in, in, in upper peninsula, Michigan with COVID being 20 people since March. It's like, I would almost imagine more people have died from brown bears wanting a cuddle, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> than people, people probably died from, from COVID driving. Honestly. I would almost guarantee there's more deaths from drunk driving in this area in the since March, um, or either that or still. Well, of course you said they they all fish, and hunt. Well, of course you right. said they all fish, camp, and hunt. Who the hell does any of that sober? Right. You know, they have vehicles go through the ice. They have snowmobiles go through the ice and things like that. And those numbers are, are pretty low. I mean, there's there maybe a couple, one or two fatalities every year, but uh, most of the time they just lose their snowmobile or their truck goes down in the lake and then they got to get a record to get it out. Otherwise it's like a huge fine or something. If they don't retrieve their vehicle full of uh, fluids and oils and tranny fluid and gas and all that. I'm I'm amazed. It's like you're you're the American version of what we hear stereotypically about Canadians. <laughs> it's literally what I'm envisioning right now. <laughs> well, some people say we have like an accent. Um, you do. because we'll say things like like they 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 uh, have like similar dialect because they're right across the border kind of thing. So we'll th say things like "Holy why," uh, <laughs> and then there's like these jokes. I'll have to tell you guys some of these jokes sometimes. Um. There's these characters called Ano and Toivo, who are like the dumbest guys on the planet, and they have some of the worst jokes ever. Um, it's almost like. Did Anus you just say Ano? That's Did what I heard too. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting jokes from Anus. I just think it's weird that they mispronounce oral like that. <laughs> no, 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 Ano. Like A N O. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were saying trying to say anal. And no. <laughs> yeah. Those are two of my favorite characters. Well, there's a lot of Scandinavian people up here and uh, stuff like that. So is that the new word? Is it different? Is that is that the new word for explaining ass to mouth? <laughs> anal. <laughs> You'd have to ask Toivo. I don't know. Ooh, man, some shade just thrown there. <laughs> we will never have him on the show now because Toivo will come on and be like, I do not go ask the mouth, eh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, so there was that. I thought that was kind of cool. There was only 20 deaths up here because of that, because of the COVID. Um, so far, so good anyway. Um, and then nice. apparently locally, they're doing uh, a thing. Um, with the forestry department, forestry service here says uh, on the front page, um, this year COVID-19 has had a major impact on traditional education. Uh, fortunately, families interested in ways to learn at home can enjoy a free series of educational forestry videos entitled Believe It or Not. The series was co-created by a pair of MSU, Michigan State University Extension foresters and educators. And... Uh, I think it's called uh, believeitornot.org if anybody wants to check it out. Um, but the, it, it's kind of good, you know, for young people to learn more about uh, what goes on in the woods, like uh, what how to identify trees and different things and, and stuff like that, different facts about uh, in the woods. So I thought that was kind of a positive thing. No, that's definitely a positive thing, and I, and I applaud them for coming up with it. But you know what? 
I I hate puns. I hate puns so much, and you know, especially bad puns. And and belief it not like okay, come up with the website. Let somebody else write the comedy material. You know, like that's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, they they probably could have that came up literally. With a better yeah, that I'll be honest. Like it's it's a great idea, and I think it's definitely a good thing, especially with people who can't go out into the woods and and experience it firsthand right now, like you would expect from like the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts or whatever. But I mean, if I was a kid and you showed me a pellet of belief it or not, that's going directly in the trash can. I'm never gonna look at this thing. <laughs> Right, right. I I think they probably have it geared more towards uh, people who have children that are young that um need that kind of stuff and that kind of learning. Um, but it's encouraging to see that there, that there's uh, some type of people that are out there with the forestry department that are uh, moving forward because like normally there's a a um Upper Peninsula State Fair that would be going on in August, but they've canceled all of that because of the COVID. So any type of means of entertaining um people. Uh, at this point is encouraged, I guess, you know, especially if it's educating people at the same time. No, like I said, I applauded. I just, I, I would have given it a different name personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They need um, to get their creative department better on the naming of these things in the forestry service. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even have read the belief that they handed out. <laughs> the belieflet, you bastard. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, man. Not that anymore. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I guess that's pretty much all I got for today. I just thumbing through the paper here, seeing what I could come up with. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right. So that, that's pretty cool. Thank you, Colin. And I guess as an outro segment, because uh, Mr. Mr. Rudder did not join us, I guess I'll be editing it in later for what's your effing deal. I guess for an outro segment, uh, we'll ask our guests if he's got anything he'd like to bring to the table. Any, any topics of conversation uh, you've been thinking about that you'd like to bring in? Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. There's so many yeah, different things going on. Let's see. Oh, man. What's going on out there that I want to discuss? I don't know. There's so many different topics. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. We could, talk about, uh, R- we could talk about R. Kelly getting his ass beat in jail and then asking for bail. <laughs> Is <laughs> there so many different it? things, man? He got his ass beat in jail, and then he's asking to be bailed out because he got his ass beat. Yeah, he's he's begging the the, the judge to uh to give him bail. Hey, listen, man, dude, you you fucked up by touching those little girls, so now you got to pay the price. Hey, yeah, that's what I that's what I say. Piss on him. So they kicked his ass in jail. <laughs> Was he trying to do some bump and grind or what? <laughs> Bubba didn't approve. Maybe, maybe he wasn't trying to do some bumping and grinding, and someone else wanted a bump and grind, and he wasn't <laughs> well, down with that. They were in a, a, a little schoolgirl dress, so they beat his ass. <laughs> 
Good lord. You had to go there with the bump and grind. (laughs) (laughs) I got to give you that one. That was good, Colin. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But I mean, like, how long is he in for? Like, like, what was his sentence? He hasn't even been. They haven't found him guilty yet. He's just in court till they go to court. He's still just locked up. He's. They haven't sent this him. He hasn't gone to trial yet. They haven't wow. had a trial. Yeah, it's been it's, it's they, been off and on. No. Wow. Hey, listen. Has yeah, anybody it, seen this? Not that I want to free, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, not that I want a child peddler free, but there, wow. Well, there was some kind of a video talking about Ron Jeremy being brought up on charges of sexual assault from like for like 175 years worth of t- a jail time or something anybody look into that at all i, I saw something like 20 different counts no. of sexual misconduct from a porn star you know right right, right. you know the only thing I, just, I i haven't read the article the only, the the only thing i could possibly come up with it yes. The man's just a workaholic. He doesn't doesn't know when to clock out. He thought he was still going. You got to figure, look, he's been doing that this long. His brain ain't exactly right because, you know, there's just, there's too much, too much taken out. He's probably got a few diseases that they ain't identified yet. And he probably, he probably didn't know where the hell he was (laughs) when these things were going on. He just figured he was still at work. I'll just do what I know how to do. And there you go. That's uh, the, not excusing it. Well, look, but, but Ron Jeremy, Ron Jeremy's claim to fame, obviously, is his his, his Redwood member um, <laughs> that he would drop on people for four straight days. Um, but I mean, like, so yeah, you could you could blame the 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 uh, the mis uh, misbehavior. That's the word I was looking for. You can uh, blame the misbehavior on like you know blood loss to the brain because you know. The blood's got to come from somewhere to fill that member. Um, but at the same time, like I'm wondering, and I haven't read the article and this is being serious here. I, I wonder if he's, he's catching the charge for like back, back in those days, they weren't really st- uh, stringent on having like uh, the actors and actresses be legally 18 years old. I'm wondering if some of these ca- uh, uh, charges that he's getting is like statutory rape charges of under actors. Were in all of his films, right? That could be possible. I mean, who knows how they were? If they were they checking IDs back in the day? I mean, he's been doing this a long time, and and God knows how many um, women he's been fooling around with on doing videos. I, I uh, there's probably a number somewhere on Wikipedia or something, but we'd leave that to like Don to look up or something. Yeah, look up the penis statistics. Just <laughs> give it over to Don. <laughs> I can rattle them off right now. Don't worry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to share them. <laughs> hey, Only if you're a you fan gotta, of this group page. You got to do your own research sometimes, Colin. I keep my penis stats to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm, I'm i'm being serious and the reason i state that the reason i state that is i'm wondering if he isn't taking like the fall for 
like how many filmmakers you know adult filmmakers who who didn't do the right thing and making sure that their actresses were of age and all that uh you know are really the ones to blame i mean i I'm not saying so much that he's innocent but like if it if it is something about like film set like that's his job and the director's your boss and you're supposed to not do what your boss tells you to do you know right i mean it- would Especially if you're automatically assuming that your boss did make sure they were 18. Right. I mean, are the actors responsible to do that? To say, hey, uh, hold on before we start filming. Can I see her ID? I mean, isn't there management that should hang handle that first? And Don, Don's on mute. <laughs> I, 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 well, why is it on me? I, I have no idea. The ones that I've made, I've always checked myself. <laughs> well, you got to check your own ID, right? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you got to check these things. You never know. It's a, it's, it's important to look into it for your own safety, if nothing else. But, uh, <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh because one of the, one of the charges he's, he's being charged with is, uh, forcible entry with a uh, foreign object. So they're considering his shit a fucking <laughs> foreign object. That is totally understandable. Have you ever seen the movie One-Eyed Monster? <laughs> this, <laughs> this this is not the hardcore stuff. This is actually uh, this is a movie that was on Cinemax several years ago. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely hilarious. In the fact of how of of what it's about, it's called One Eyed Monster. Basically, it's about Ron Jeremy's penis detaching, becoming obs- uh, possessed by alien creatures, and going around and basically screwing people to death. Fantastic movie! Uh, <laughs> it's, it's literally called- the plot line to Guar. Which to is what? literally the plot line to Guar. To Guar's movie, uh, Land. <laughs> if anybody's familiar with the band Guar, they made a, a music movie called Phallus in Wonderland. And that's literally the same plot line as the lead singer's uh, cod piece decided it didn't like hanging out with him anymore and decided to go off on its own. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> the one eyed monster. <laughs> Willie, the wonderful so he, he one-eyed worm. It not good. There you go, Chris. You can even put that. Up there. <laughs> oh, I don't. With this conversation, I don't know if I can put this up here. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, that's yeah, that's the it. IMDb page for One-Eyed Monsters, a 2008 oh. movie. <laughs> a hostile alien wreaks <laughs> havoc on the cast and crew of an adult movie, and that hostile alien <laughs> is inside of Ron Jeremy's penis. One of the <laughs> well, I, I, obviously, if they're considering it a foreign object, man, this shit is a monster. <laughs> this this is why hold it's on, considered hold on, hold on, hold on. Are, we at, are we literally looking at evidence for the uh, for the court case right now? <laughs> it could be. It could be. Your Honor. <laughs> Great, greatest scene in that movie is, of course, they're all in this cabin in the woods to film a porno, and of course, this is after the the penis is detached, 
uh, one of the girls comes running into the living room where there are two of the other starlets out there having a conversation. She says, I was just in the other room and, and Amber's got a penis in her mouth. And they all just look at her and go, so? It's not attached to anything. <laughs> one of the dumbest scenes I've ever seen. But this movie is freaking hilarious <laughs> in its stupidity. Definitely check it out. I, I don't often... I don't often uh, I don't often advertise other people's movies, but uh, if you want to get <laughs> if you want to laugh at, at Ron Jeremy's uh, detached member, this is the movie for you. <laughs> One eyed monster. One eyed monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's seeking moisture missile. It may not have a conscious, but it does have a memory. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. That that that's like Patreon level horrible. Right? That that's something we got to review on Patreon. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> members only. <laughs> yeah. Detached, members. Detached <laughs> members only. <laughs> Detached members. <laughs> No, I say we do that. I, I think I think we I think we set that at that appointment right here. We we find a copy of this film and we 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 watch this film on Patreon. We've oh, got to yeah. see what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a product review. There you go. Yeah, product literally. We're literally look. It ain't gonna lie. We're gonna be sitting there and fucking like mystery science theater three thousanding the shit out of this film, and you know we're going to going to. <laughs> Except for Colin, he may go in. A yeah, we're gonna have to have one <laughs> Yeah, Colin might be in a corner uh, uh, making some 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 uh, hamster juice. <laughs> for himself <laughs> like i'm excited <laughs> i'm sorry gentlemen but the boss started knocking on the door i'm gonna have to leave soon <laughs> that's all right well before you jump out man why don't you go ahead why don't you go ahead and uh let everybody know where they could catch your podcasts and uh if they want to get in contact with you through social media or something like that man take it away all right. Uh, you can uh, check out my website. It's uh, www.stuckinmymind2020.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt and, uh, and on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And uh, they have a um, Facebook fan page that's uh, stuck in my mind podcast. And then I have my own personal fan page. I uh, will wise Otero. And that's about it. If you go to my website, I have uh, a link to iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and a bunch of other ones. So you can definitely, whichever one you listen to, you can find it on my website. Right on. And you know what? We might as well close out the show. So, Colin, why don't you take it next? Uh, well, I got uh, my YouTube. Uh, I'm available on Facebook. Um, you can email me, Colin Washburn at gmail.com. If you got something positive, some cool story you want to share, let me know. And of course, the man with the plan, Mr. Don Smith. All right. Well, you 
You can find the Life Radio Show pretty much everywhere you, you find podcasts, and there are 400 and some episodes for your uh, whatever kind of weird enjoyment you get from listening to me. Uh, you can also tune in. Uh, you can go to www.su1069.org, uh, which is 106.9 FM, and listen from 7 to 9 p.m. on Tuesdays and noon to 2 on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, for episodes that are out there over that. Uh, you can also, uh, thelife1069.com. I am in the processing of, uh, process of updating that, which will be the first time I've updated it in probably four years. But <laughs> but it's getting there. You can also, uh, you can follow me at Don Smith, at Don Smith Comedy on Twitter or the Life 1069 on Facebook. I'm out there. You can follow me everywhere, uh, just not down the street because it's creepy and weird. And I might turn around and follow you home because I'm a lonely man these days. But no, you, you can find me anywhere uh, that, that fat bearded guys hang out pretty much and anywhere on where you can find podcasts and I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, and I was, I'm also going to say, get out there. If you like indie films, you can get out there. You can find me in uh, Black Mamba and The Goocher, which are out on uh, Amazon.com and Walmart.com right now, as well as uh, I believe Burning Down Babylon is out there too recently. So, I mean, coming up, you'll see me in Black Wolf and Red, White, and Black. It's a lot of black. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, right on, man. You, you and of course, I enjoyed this episode. Now, there you go. <laughs> I imagine there's a plenty of black, but a whole lot of white, too. <laughs> See, Don, Don's not a good girl or a bad girl. He, do, he neither spits or swallows. Don's a show off. He gargles. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode in any way, shape, or form, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. And, of course, if you prefer your podcast in audio-only format, just look up Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Also, guys, Realm of the Mist Entertainment and Breaking the Fourth Wall can be found on all social medias. Just look us up and you'll find us there. I will catch you next week, which hopefully we will have the return of the lovely Serenity Stone and, of course, the return of our resident movie guy, Mr. Chris Rudder, and what's your effing deal. But until then, have a good week. Be safe. Be clear. Happy Happy Labor Day, which it'll have been passed when this episode releases, so I hope you had a happy Labor Day. And we'll catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall. Have a good night. Hey guys, it's Chris from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts that can be found on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel or our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop needs. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. To our Patreon supporters, we thank you very, very much. And if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter, please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly. Guys, again, thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode.